The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Broadcasting from the village of Our Lady, Megagoria, this is Radio Wave Meganomics with your host, a friend of Megagoria. Well, as always, we have so much to say and to pack it into a little thirty-minute program, which we may go over today a little bit because there's so much to say today. Being here in the Holy Village, the Holy Land of Our Lady, a place that I think in the future—I I should not say think—I I believe very strongly in the future will be. Mary's land as Jesus' land of the Holy Lands was. Because indeed, for 30 years, she's walked here. Apparitions all over the village in different sites and different places and different things on the mountains. What sort of town do we live in? And indeed, we've had some beautiful apparitions, some beautiful, powerful messages. Uh, Ivan's, Ivanka's, Maria's, the daily apparitions. And we are living in surreal times. Everybody has had to think Christian, no matter what denominations. What would it have been like to live during Christ's days? It'd be a lot like here. People grow wheat. We walk through the fields. We rub the chaff off the wheat. We eat some of the wheat when we walk through the fields. 
It's the Holy Land. Yes, it's developing. It's changing. But for those who came in the early days of Medjugorje, like we did, you can see the traces still that's left from those days and go back biblically. They were walking the Bible. We're walking the last days of what Revelations says in the last chapter, last verses. Issuing from the throne of God, clear as crystal, medicine for all the nations, once each month, 12 times a year. Our monthly message is in the Bible. It's right there. You read this. We do not comprehend the greatness of the times we live. Our Lady says you got to pray to comprehend the profoundness of the messages. And indeed, today we will discuss some of that because we are definitely headed for radical change in the way we live. It's not just blowing a trumpet or steaming off something or giving you an analysis of the economy and the way things work. You will be living different whether you want to or not. It's not up to your choice. Our ladies come to change the world. It doesn't depend on your opinion that you're going to stay doing this or stay doing that. You can choose to do it now in the time of grace and walk the way and make some very important decisions while you have this time, or you can be forced into it. What happens if you make the decisions? You can do in one hour what might take a year to do later. What happens if you wait? It may take you 10 years to do what you can do now in one year. And you may never completely be where you need to be, spiritually even. Well, they said when the sign appears on that, it'll be too late for many. Starvation brings with it sometimes thievery and sin. It's not good. Is this a doom and gloom message? No. Our lady has hope for us. We don't know if mountains going to fall from even the sky. But one thing we do know, the economy as we know it is going to change. Why? Because it cannot coexist with the presence of Our Lady every day coming down for 30 years. She's come to rectify the change and rebuild life as we know it. How can I say that in confidence? First of all, through prayer. Second of all, for 30 years of messages. And for many other reasons. But Yvonne herself just gave an incredible statement January tw- or June 24, 2011, just a few days ago. Yvonne said, These apparitions of early are a great crossroads. I was in Rome in the year 2000 when John Paul consecrated this millennium to the hands and into the mantle and protection of the Virgin Mary for the next thousand years. I don't think we'll last that long. I don't think we'll be gone in 50 years. But man, with his developments and his stage, he never loses what he knows in the past. He'll come back to that. So even if we come to the time I lady said also in the year 2000, a new century of peace opens up for you, possibility for it. How long will it be before we go back to being wicked? Maybe not another century, two centuries, who knows what. But what's important, John Paul said at that consecration, man is at a crossroads. Yvonne says the apparitions of Our Lady are at a crossroads, a great crossroads. So if he says these apparitions are of Our Lady are a great crossroads. What happens at crossroads? Two roads cross each other. You can go straight. You can take a right. Or you can go left. 
or you can go reverse. So man's at a crossroads. We're changing directions. And you've got a choice to go straight, continue on with the society, the culture as it is. And that's maybe toward a cliff. Or not, maybe it is toward a cliff. Or you can take the crossroads. You can go right toward God. Or you can go directly and choose the devil and go to, the, the, toward darkness. You're not going to retract, so you're not going to go backwards. The momentum, the waves, the tsunami that's pushing you won't allow that. So his words, these apparitions of Our Lady are a great crossroads. A new call, a new way, a new future for mankind. But how aware are we of the messages? Do they go to our hearts? Do we live them? For 30 years we've had a message. You could say each day from Our Lady. Can we live these messages in one lifetime? No. I would say not. These messages beyond our lifetime. I wrote 30 years and it talks about this. For the next generations, they're going to look back at us and what we did with the message so they know what to do with the message and take it even further than us. Yvonne continues, For a few years we've had a message every Thursday. Then we had a message once a month. He asked the questions, why? Our Lady was giving us, he continues, more time to understand each message. It is important to use our time well to live these messages. Yvonne continues, Many pilgrims, even priests, do not understand why Our Lady has been coming every day. What she could be saying to me every day. And what I have to say to her every day. He continues, I have to tell you, we talk a lot. Friday night on the mountain. Yvonne said that he and Our Lady had a conversation that remains between them. Going on to this statement, even made the June 24th, he says, One day when things are revealed, you will understand your eyes will be opened. When we see the physical changes that will happen in the world, we will understand why she came every day. Is that not a wild message that Yvonne just revealed to us? One day when things are revealed, you will understand and your eyes will be open. When we see the physical changes that will happen in the world, we will understand why she came every day. And he adds to this, and I am not talking about the secrets. The time before us is one of great responsibility. I wrote 30 years of apparitions Two and, a half, two and a half months ago or so, and actually asked these questions. Why is Our Lady appearing every day? What does it mean for us? What are we supposed to think of the messages? And I went on to answer about physical things changing. I don't know what Yvonne was going to say, or he was even going to make this statement. But when he says, when we see physical changes that will happen in the world, we'll understand why she came every day. You download that. It's an important read to help see the future. You can see it through the messages. And I did this through prayer. I did this through things Mariana says, Maria says, Yvonne says, Our Lady's done. And when you really look at these things, you can see this. 30 years of apparitions help you get through this. 
and be open to this in a more of a stronger way. Ruth's with us in the studio today. She's going to read the story we have today. I want to continue about these messages and what it means for us because one thing that's going to affect all of us is something that affects us today, and that's going to change. And that's our use of exchange, which is money. And the root of all evil is not money. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's two different things. Money's normal. It's there. It's from God. The, the, the way principles work of how we exchange things. Okay, Not all money's from God. Not fiat money's from God, certainly. But the means of exchange, we come up with some kind of means to use a certificate or something to do so. Uh, silver, whatever it may be, gold or bartering even. That's just the human way of us doing our commerce. The love of that and, and the hoarding of silver, the hoarding of money, we speak and denounce because that's part of the problem. But this this story, I think, will help you reveal this, and it's from rich man, um, rich man, poor man, I think. My dad often said, I hope I'm wrong. He believed that by giving his sons enough of a warning, we would have the time to prepare just in case he was right. He said, the question is not whether I am right or wrong. The question is, are you prepared just in case I am right? The good news was that my dad's prophecy motivated me to prepare rather than remain complacent. In preparation, my wife and I built our ark. Building our ark led to increased financial education, experience, and financial freedom. So even if the great flood never comes and Dad was wrong, our preparation has led us to a more financially secure position in life. A giant stock market crash is coming, but the market crash is not the problem. Predicting a market crash is not a big deal. All financial markets go up and all financial markets go down. Market cycles are a part of life. Predicting a market crash is like predicting the coming of winter. The issue is the problems the next market crash will reveal. The next crash will be especially hard because three generations have pushed a bigger problem forward. The problem of how a person supports himself once their working days are over. That is an unprecedented problem that grows bigger every day. Warren Buffett said, It's only when the tide goes out that you learn who's swimming naked. The next market crash will reveal who has been swimming naked, and one of those groups could be the government itself. For too long now, the government has made promises it knows it cannot keep. But broken promises are not really the problem. The real problem is a society that is naive enough to actually believe the promises. Too many people believe the government is responsible for saving them from their own inadequacies. Many people believe the government is like their fairy godmother, a mythical person who can wave a magic wand and all their financial problems will disappear. A society that believes in fairy tales is not a mature society. In the real world of business and investing, the fairy godmother is the Federal Reserve Board, and her older sister is the government. In financial terms, they are called the lenders of last resort. Right after September 11, 2001, 
the Federal Reserve flooded the economy with money, as any grandparent would, hoping to ease the pain of their grandkids. When airlines got in trouble after the attack, the federal government stepped forward as the lender of last resort to save some of these airlines. This was like the kindly old grandpa stepping forward to rescue one of his adult children who also happened to have kids. My question and concern is whether the federal and state governments can afford to be the lender of the last resort for much longer. Like it or not, within a few years, millions of the baby boomers in America will start turning 70 years old. The question is, how many of them will have enough to afford to live for the rest of their lives? How many will look to the state and federal governments to be their fairy godparents? The message here is that sometime soon, people will begin to realize that neither the government nor the stock market can save them. The bad news is, is that the next stock market crash will reveal a level of poverty in America that will shock the world. The world will ask how the richest country of all time can suddenly have so many poor people. Even worse, economic anger and frustration are on the rise worldwide, which means we will need to solve these problems both globally as well as nationally. Noah could, could see the future, and he prepared for it. If you see a future similar to the one my dad did, you too may want to prepare while there is time to prepare. Hopefully, of course, the giant stock market crash will not come. Maybe someone will wave a magic wand, and we will live happily ever after. But I do not think a stock market crash can be averted. Nor do I think that millions of baby boomers will suddenly save enough money to care for themselves for as long as they live. I think we will face an emergency, and out of this crisis, a new financial world will emerge. Of that, I am confident, and I look forward to it. The coming stock market crash will reveal problems that we as a society have been pushing under the rug for too long. The good news is that once these problems are exposed and the truths are told, we have a chance of solving them once and for all, not just for ourselves, but also for the world. Noah knew that he had to take action because a catastrophe was about to take place. Being a man of vision, he could see beyond the darkness and see a brand new world at the end of the flood. Although he knew he could not save everyone, he knew he could bring life to the new world. In other words, he took action, not only because of the impending disaster, but he also took action for a, bi a brighter future he knew lay ahead. This book is not meant to be a doom and gloom book. This book is written to inspire you to gain the skills you need to see the bigger and brighter picture of life, life beyond the storm clouds that are brewing. The future will be very bright for those who are prepared, but being prepared also means having faith, as Noah did, the faith to see a better world beyond the storm. My dad often used to say, the dark the darkest hour is the hour just before the dawn. That was his way of reminding us to continue to improve our skills, to keep our faith strong, 
especially in the darkest of hours, and have the courage to step forward while others are running backwards. We have in the Medjugorje movement a mentality that really stops us from being able to be prophetic and see in the future. In fact, this title of this reading that uh, Ruth just read was is titled uh, A Prophet's Hope is to be Wrong. But, you know, just as this article started, that if you're wrong and you put yourself in a good position, what have you lost? There's nothing to lose by following what is being said because, for one thing, we shouldn't be in debt. Secondly, we should get as far out of the system as we possibly can. And if nothing happens, how do you lose at that? You just put yourself in a position where you can be more free, free from materialism, free, free from consumerism, free from the system that's bringing and tying everybody together. And what Our Lady said, June 25th, 1989, Satan wants to enslave you. You you to become a slave. Our Lady didn't suggest this. She said this. And we have people slaves to debt. And that's what debt does. Debt makes you a slave. The king's exchange is gold. The gentleman's is silver. The peasant's is bartering. And the slave is debt. So if you have debt, you're a slave. And Our Lady warned us and told us, and nobody listened. Why? Because they want to stay in the spiritual realm. They want to have the mentality, oh, you're going too far. You shouldn't be talking about economics. You shouldn't be going about this, about this thing about money. Really? Really? Well, what is Yvonne saying? Physical changes. One day, he says, quote, one day when things are revealed, you will under you will see and understand your eyes will be opened. Well, I don't want to misquote. I changed something in there. Let me say it right. One day when things are revealed, you will understand and your eyes will be open. Quote. Quote again. When you see the physical changes that will happen in the world, you will understand why she came every day. There's going to be physical changes in the world. We're not just in the spiritual realm. We're talking about the reality, a physical reality. Things are going to happen. So don't give me this stuff that we step across the line by talking about the physical. What we do physically on the earth determines our eternity. Are we good stewards or are we bad stewards? Do we sin with things or not sin with things? We don't live like Hinduism, which everything's a mirage, where everything's not real. This life is not real. This life is real. It's a reality. And you can use things and temporal goods, as Ali says, give everything you have over to God as a king, who, as a kingdom, over a kingdom. So we need to look at ourselves and realize that there is a physical reality to the messages. Ivan was told... June 24th, 2011, Friday night on the mountain. I call you, accept my messages and live my messages. May my messages become life. Sounds like reality to me. Sounds like something physical. Build them into your lives, he says. How do you build them except the spiritual comes into the physical and the physical affects your spiritual May they be food on your life's journey. How about that? For echoing the readings, which was Sunday was Corpus Christi, and all the readings was about Jesus, the food. 
But there's a double meaning here. May they be food on your life's journey. What? Building them into your lives. Know, dear children, that I'm with you in the most difficult, when it's most difficult for you. I encourage and console you. You think she's speaking about the future? She goes on and says to Yvonne in the pro group meeting, for us, Yvonne doesn't own these messages. They belong to everybody. It's not just for his ears and him. You have an equal hearing, even though it didn't come to you, it's for you. Therefore, dear children, our lady says, persevere in prayer and do not be afraid. Afraid of what? Follow me with that fear, she adds. Of what? Food for your journey. Economically. You got into reading about the economy. Some remarkable things. The bad news is, for the next stock market crash, will reveal a level of poverty in America that will shock the world. The world that will ask how the richest country in the world of all times suddenly have so many poor. Why? Because it said the government has made promises it does not know how to keep or cannot keep. The real problem is a society that is naive enough to accept, actually believe these promises. That's the problem. We think the government can take care of us if something goes wrong. So we make our money, we do our thing, we do it, and if something goes wrong, we'll call on the government. What Ruth read says, too many people believe the government is responsible for saving them from their own inadequacies. Don't depend on the government. And don't depend on yourself. Depend on our ladies built the messages into your life showing you to live simply, to downsize, to get rid of a house that's way too big, to even keep clean. Change the direction of your life. The reading story says a society that believes in fairy tales is not a mature society. What did Noah do? He saw the handwriting on the wall. He took action, it says, not only because of the impending disaster, but he also took action for a brighter future he knew that lay ahead. Ain't going to happen is about that, to show you not to hoard silver, but to use the money you have as transitionally and put in a miraculous measure around to disperse conversion. If you've got your money in the bank anyway or stashed somewhere or in the stock markets, which is going to crash, how can you use that by seek first the kingdom of God by changing that into something? You're not buying anything. You change it from those currencies into something else, solid silver, and you possess it. You don't hold it in paper. You hold it in that, and then you get your little plot of land. You get your little house. You get more independence from the culture from the economy, from society, and more dependent on God. You're on your knees to pray for rain because you eat by it when it grows whatever you need to grow. Am I saying everybody's got to go to farming? No, but you need to be connected to it. You're too far from the soil. You can be a doctor and you can buy 500 acres and you can go and interview people and let other Catholics come or Christians if you're Baptist, whatever. And put five cottages up. That'd be your investment, not the stock market. You says, well, I'm not going to get my money away and put five cottages like somebody that I don't even know I'm going to interview, live there. Why? You need those kind of people that have shared values that your kids play with. Just like the early Christian communities bonded together so that they can be out of paganism. And the way Rome was going, because Rome fell. And out of the rubble, 
came a new Christian culture. Our light is coming for that. Ivan said, one day when things are revealed, you will understand your eyes will be open. When you see the physical changes that will happen in the world, you will understand why she came every day. Think about this, people. What are you doing? Are you going to sit on this? People stayed for centuries locked in a life cycle because that day involved waking up in the morning, going get a jug of water at the wells in the town or Jacob's Well or somewhere else in the country or wherever you are, whatever century you lived. Barely enough time to get back, feed yourselves, take care of the physical needs, and go to bed at night. That's why people that said on Saturday before Sunday they got their bath. They didn't have time to even do a bath. It was too much work to get enough water to take a bath. You can do your little pipeline now and get your little stream and get all these things now set up. And what about the people who had some things and they could make an extra pair of socks and bring in some money? Most people couldn't. They were locked in poverty forever. I'm not speaking about poverty doctrine. I'm speaking of being able to sustain yourselves. What can you do now to look at the system and realize this ship is sinking? What steps should you take as a biblical view of money? A lady's building her messages into your lives. Live simple. Downsize. Upsize in your land holding. Instead of, stuff, instead of having a $600,000 house in a subdivision that you're in debt for, downsizing, buying a little cottage, and upsizing it in the, in the subdivision lot of 100 by 100 to 20 acres. We just had somebody on our pilgrimage group. She pulled me aside. And she says, oh, we had some land. We, we got rid of some of our land, got rid of our house, built a little cabin-type house, more of a cottage, and we have 150 acres. And they're at peace. That's peace. You want peace? Have that. Why do you want a fancy place and a big house on the end of the block? Think, people, you have to start being reflective. Alice says, reflect on your future. If you can't get it from this statement from me, I don't know what you will get. And I'm not talking about hoarding silver. We're talking about taking what you've got and safeguarding and putting it into something, even transitional. Because the goal is to a simple life. A goal is to have a place where you can be independent of the culture and dependent and connected closer to God. And so it is in Genesis. By the sweat of your brows you should eat. And that don't mean you got to be the one laboring out there if you have money. If you've got money and you've got a lot of it, you can help other people get on your land. You can have your own little school. You can have your own little prayer chapel. You can have your own little village. You can build this. How's it going to be supported? Well, how much money did you lose in the stock market? If you're breaking even by selling extra hay, selling extra beef, and you're eating from what these people you like come on your land, that's a good investment. Are you sure that can of soup is going to be on the grocery store shelf two years from now? For the first time, people are wondering about it. I'm not just saying that. Wall Street's saying it. They said the future gold is food. Because if you're hungry, you're not even going to want gold or silver. 
You've got to start thinking. You've got to start reflecting. And you've got to realize that these messages built into life means a physical side to the spiritual. And to the physical side, a spiritual side. They go hand in hand. You get to heaven by what you did physically here on earth, which affects your soul. So I reject anyone saying ain't going to happen is a book that should never have happened. I had one person say, this book's a dangerous book. Should have never been written. A supporter. I reject this. And the motivation in saying that is this may bring on too many people to be alerted to start pulling out of the business system that it can hurt business. Well, if a building is falling down and you think you can stay into it, in it, that it's going to survive, it's foolish. If you can warn people to get out, and by doing so, it may make everything go down quicker. Sorry. Is that what you want me to apologize for that? If something's going to happen, something's going to take place anyway? You can't get out of the building through an narrow door, door at one time. But if you're warned before and you get out before everybody else does, you can get out. So we're trying to alert our age children to realize the house of the economy, the situations we know, is on fire. The government is broke. If they took the dollars as printed by the Federal Reserve and tried to back it by gold, you're looking at $57,000 per ounce. That's what gold would be worth. Can you imagine that? Why is it not worth that much? Because people aren't waking, waking up yet. But at least come to wake you up. Maria was just told, June 25th, a few days ago. Many of you responded, but I wait for and seek all the hearts that have fallen asleep to awaken from sleep of unbelief. You don't believe this. There's atheism in you. Now, unbelief, you say, oh, lady's talking about spiritual. Sure she is. But again, there's a physical reality to this. If there's going to be physical changes, and this man is talking to Our Lady a lot, he said that, quote, I have to tell you, we talk a lot, unquote. And then he adds, one day things are revealed, you will understand, your eyes will be opened. When you see the physical changes that will happen in the world, you will understand why she came every day. We can't pinpoint what that is. Ivan says it's not the secrets. This is not the secrets. And so we can deduce a lot of these things. We can see these things. Separate from Ivan, the lady told Maria, wake up. You've fallen asleep. A sleep of unbelief. People believe the economy is going to recover. That's their God. That's their first. And yet there's every indicator, every sign, that is not going to happen. And as I wrote in the book, it ain't going to happen. There's no way. So we're out of time. I want to say to you that you get this show today. You make copies of it. You download it. You can buy 100 CDs for how much? You don't know? You can say that loud. You don't have to whisper it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so whatever. 50 cents a piece. I don't know. A dollar a piece. Give it to everybody you know. Give everybody you know ain't going to happen. It's a, it's a book to wake you up, to make you see it, to make you understand the seriousness of what is facing man today, that he must act to save his soul. Yes. 
But starvation puts us, though, more in danger. And that's the physical side of it. Prayer, fasting, penance, all those things. Confession, that's the basics. But you need to look at both things because they're together. And what you do to now affects that. See to it that this show, these words from Medjugorje today, get in everybody's hands you know. Forward it once it's downloadable online. Make CDs. Order it in bulk from Caritas. We can, what do we, what do we do when they order it for bulk? Do you know what that is? I don't. In fact, let's just do the cost of CDs. We'll just do it. 40 cents a piece, 50 cents a piece, Probably. something like that. You can order 100 of these for $40. Give this to everybody you know. Buy them an Ain't Gonna Happen book. In bulk, you can get that as cheap as what? $1.60, for Ruth, Ruth, that's your side. Do you not that's know that just, neither? That's just Come on. Call Caritas. <laughs> is book price. We, we, we charge you for the paper. Buy it and get the book out. Order 100 of them. It's not that much money to save somebody and help them spiritually and help them physically. So, in the end, you need to take your funds from a biblical worldview we're not financial advisors. We're not interested in being one. But we can tell you factually, from a biblical worldview, that what has to happen is you need to have your funds out of the stock markets, out of these investments, into something solid. And physical silver held in the miraculous metal Medjugorje round gives the possibility of those distribution and distribution, which eventually will distribute once you get those into the culture, that will have the miraculous metal on them that will bring conversion. Why do you want to just pass on dollars when you can pass on the same thing through these silver rounds? doesn't make any sense. You're not seeking first God's kingdom if you're not interested in doing that. If you want to use your funds instead of holding them in dollars, hold it in silver, these rounds, it will spread conversion. A beautiful plan, a beautiful project, in line with Medjugorje, in line with Our Lady's desire to spread the... From Medjugorje, I let it reinstitute this in line with her desire to reinstitute, regenerate this miraculous metal. France is on fire with this miraculous metal now. We're doing a lot of things with this. Other people, Ireland's coming in, and the mission house is getting ain't going to happen. So, Frank is the person who talked to that. He's not with us today because we're broadcasting completely from Medjugorje. And, but you can call Frank, he's the one to go to for this. We set him up because we don't deal with this. We designed it. We put the project together. He's the one that you'll have to get that and exchange what you have for the same amount in currency for the the rounds and medallions. Now, uh, it, people often ask, how do you get the money back? It's very simple. You can do it in one day. You can do it in one hour. Don't worry. Oh, I can't get my money back. It's something I, You're not buying a car and then you got to turn it and sell it for two months. You need your cash back. You get your cash back. Because the silver's worth silver. It's, it's, it's there. The dollars are locked into that. And plus, it, it's protection against inflation. So call Frank. Any questions you have about your retirement, your 401ks, pulling out of all these things. And many people are doing that. Frank will give you the answers. And his number, Riaz, give the contact information. The contact number for Frank with Global Silver Investors is uh, toll-free 877-936-7686. That's 877 877- Nine three six seven six eight six, or you can reach him uh, online at globalsilverinvestors.com and you could also send him a message at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. 
And what is what if they're from another country, Colin? They need to dial what? Uh, let's see here. I can find it. Zero zero one first, correct? Would that be the one eight hundred number also? No, that will not be. Um... So our lady's telling us why he's looking for this. Our lady's telling us uh, many things on the mountain the other night when she said, "Do not be in fear." We saw an incredible lightning storm. That was the immediacy of the message. But this message again is to be applied after that storm. We were with him. And the prayer group on the mountain, and so um, the the important thing is is to spread. We bring our lady in through the back door. We bring our lady in through marriage and spousal problems, through the book, how to change your husband, and other topics. Uh, look what happened while you're sleeping is another book. An Amish bishop was giving this book away, and it's about our lady. He was giving it to the Amish people. They introduced our lady of Medjugorje through this. And so through the economic situation, it's the same way. Many people, new people are being introduced to Our Lady through this book. I don't have it. Okay. Well, you can call Caritas, get the number there. And that would be 001 for, for people from other countries, uh, 672-2000. Anyway, we want to let you know that we are praying for you from here in Mejigoria. We love you. Wish you Our Lady. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.